Welcome to the Finding True Health podcast, episode number 21. Do you wish that you could just feel comfortable in your own skin? Well, my friend, if you answered yes, then this is the podcast episode for you. Before we begin, though, just a quick reminder to hit the subscribe button so you can see when future episodes come out. And also, this podcast should not be used as a substitute for individual care if you need it. It's only for educational and entertainment purposes. All right, here we go. Hey there, friends. My name's Jenna Waite. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, mother of five, and someone who's passionate about helping others find true health in the midst of diet culture and body objectification. Join me as we take our focus off of weight and body size and put it on to becoming the healthiest possible versions of ourselves so that we can have energy to live our best lives. I am so excited you're here. Now let's dive in. Hello, how is your day going today? Summer's just around the corner. You ready? I'm not sure if I am or not. I like having my kids around and having a little more downtime, but it also can get a little crazy around here with five kids home. So it'll be a fun one, but and it also gets really hot here in southern Utah. So we spend a lot of time inside during the summer months or swimming. Thankfully, my sister has a pool, so we really appreciate going and visiting her often during the summer. But it should be a good time. I um, had a conversation with my four-year-old daughter the other day that I just want to share. She was watching a little music video on YouTube where a family was eating lots of ice cream and suddenly they all got really fat stomachs and you could tell they all had pillows in their shirts. And so then in this music video, they proceeded to do some exercising, some lunges and some crunches, and then their fat stomachs went away. And I should have mentioned when they got fat, they were so sad and they were crying. And then when their stomachs went away, they were so happy and they were rejoicing. Now, there are so many problematic messages there in that short little music video. And I sat and pointed them out to my daughter throughout as we were watching it. I let her know, did you know that not everyone who eats lots of ice cream gets fat? Some people eat a lot of ice cream and they stay really skinny. And some people are fat and they don't eat a lot of ice cream. Uh, I also pointed out that it's okay to have a fat tummy. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I also said lots of people exercise and still have fat tummies and bodies come in lots of shapes and sizes and colors and none of them are better than others. So (laughs) I was just kind of sitting here and trying to instill my values in to my daughter. And by the end of the conversation, my daughter said, you know, if I have a fat tummy, I wouldn't care. And she just said, the most important thing is that we're being healthy and we're treating our body well, right, mom? So I was very happy that my message got through and hopefully it sticks. And I'm sure we'll have to have many more conversations like that in the future. We really do have to be so vigilant as parents to help counter the constant messages our kids are getting about bodies and about health. It's not unusual now for my kids to make a comment if we're watching something on TV that has weight bias in it. They'll say something like, oh, mom, did that did that remark offend you? And I tell them I don't get offended, but I'm definitely against the messages that are being sent by those kinds of shows. So that's my little soapbox. Um, Just feel for all the parents out there that are raising kids in this crazy diet culture world. 
But let's go ahead and get into our episode for today. I hear this phrase or versions of this phrase all the time. I just want to be comfortable in my own skin or in my own body. So today I really wanted to dive into what we really mean by that and what we can do to achieve that desire. But first I want to clarify, I also hear people say that they want to have more confidence in their body. While feeling comfortable and having confidence definitely have a lot of overlap, I do think that those are two separate things. I see being comfortable more as kind of being at peace with your body where it is right now. And I see confidence more as trusting yourself and your body, trusting your abilities, your qualities, etc. So today I'm only going to focus on the word comfort. And I'll be talking more about body and self-confidence in an upcoming episode. Actually, when we talk about being comfortable in our bodies, we could be referring to one of two things. First, we could be saying that we want to feel comfortable physically. Having a lot of extra weight on our body can be physically discomfortable at times. You might have a little extra back pain or some chafing or some joint pain. Uh, There have been some studies that associate higher body weight with higher levels of pain. Basically, as weight goes up, pain level also goes up simultaneously. But these studies really only show correlation, not causation. So it's hard to say how much the actual weight is contributing versus the lifestyle choices leading to that discomfort. For example, people in large bodies have been shown to have a higher risk of arthritis, But this could be because people with arthritis find it hard to be physically active, which might lead to weight gain. Studies have also shown that people with more fat on their bodies seem to have a lower pain tolerance. But again, it could also be that those with a low pain tolerance are, again, less likely to exercise because they find it painful, possibly leading to weight gain. One idea is that excess fat cells are known to make chemicals that result in inflammation, and inflammation is closely linked to the perception of pain. So in some cases, losing weight might help with the physical discomfort. But in many cases, simply adding more healthy behaviors to your life could make the pain go away, whether or not you lose weight. For example, you could have two women in the same sized large body One might be quite active. Maybe she does yoga. She has a strong core, which helps her not have back pain. While the other large person is very sedentary, maybe they have poor posture, and they experience back pain. So is it the weight or the lifestyle contributing to that back pain? I used to have some discomfort with getting up and down off of the floor. At the time, I thought it was because of the extra fat stored around my stomach, but now I do have a little bit less fat on my stomach, but there's still plenty there, and I have no trouble at all moving around, getting up and down, because I'm much more active and I'm stronger now. So it wasn't my weight causing or my fat causing the discomfort before. It was probably my lack of core strength and maybe my leg strength. But for those instances when losing weight might help alleviate pain, we have a couple of options. Number one, you could go on a diet or an extreme eating plan to lose weight, which means you'll likely end up with more weight than you started with because, remember, dieting is the number one predictor of long-term weight gain, not loss. So in the end, you could could end up with even more weight and more pain. Or number two, you could try adding healthy, sustainable behaviors into your life and just see if your body decides to lose some weight. Remember, you don't have control over this. Your body does. Uh, Taking this route 
you might find one of three things happen. Number one, your pain might go away, even if you don't lose weight. Great. Number two, you might find that over time, some of the weight does come slowly off, possibly alleviating some of the pain. Or number three, your body decides that it isn't able to or it doesn't feel comfortable with eliminating that weight for whatever reason. And you need to find other ways to help yourself be physically comfortable. You can get anti-chafing bars. You can wear comfortable clothes that help support certain parts of your body if needed. You can utilize medicine if necessary. I've shared before, I have a fair amount of pain in my feet just due to the anatomy of them. And it's just kind of something I live with. My husband has neck pain and it's just kind of something he lives with. So it's not like people in large bodies are the only ones that experience physical discomfort and we shouldn't be blaming them for having that discomfort and saying it's their fault that they're feeling uncomfortable and if they would just lose weight, then they wouldn't have that discomfort. Uh, I mentioned a little bit about clothing, but one other aspect of physical comfort that I want to cover is to please, please dress yourself in comfortable clothes and shoes as much as possible. Nobody should have to be physically uncomfortable in their body for beauty or fashion reasons. That's my personal opinion. I know some people are embarrassed to buy larger clothes, so they force themselves into smaller sizes. Or maybe they continue wearing clothes that fit them years ago, but don't fit them anymore. Remember, it is the clothes job to fit you, not the other way around. And there is absolutely no shame in buying larger sizes, I promise. Just buy what is comfortable for your body. Okay, so that's if you want to feel comfortable physically. The second thing that people mean when they say, I want to feel comfortable in my own skin, is that they want to feel better or be more comfortable with themselves mentally and emotionally. And I suspect this is what a lot of people mean when they say that phrase. So this gets more into the topics of body image and self-worth. Much of how we view ourselves and whether or not we're comfortable in our skin stems from childhood. Like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, from toddlerhood, we are receiving messages about what it means to be thin and what it means to be fat, and those messages stick with us. So it's really no wonder that we view the extra fat on our body as something to be ashamed and uncomfortable about. Now, an important note here is that I see this in women of all sizes, not only very large people, because all healthy women have some amount of fat on their body. And oftentimes, a normal amount of healthy fat is perceived as too much fat by, uh, by somebody who wishes that they were thinner and feels they can't be comfortable until they reach that smaller size. So I want to go over five ways to be more comfortable from a mental and emotional perspective. Number one, have a flexible body image. This just means that we can recognize that our bodies are going to change. It's inevitable. And to just accept and not resist that natural fact of life. Don't long for days past when you looked a certain way or yearn for a day in the future when you believe you'll look, quote, better. Just try and embrace your here and now body exactly as it is. This doesn't mean you have to love everything about your body. It just means that you love and accept it, flaws and all. And that as your body changes throughout the years, then you're going to continue loving and accepting it flaws and all. The second way to be more comfortable is to stop looking to others or to society for validation of your worth and your beauty. 
Even if others try to help you feel more comfortable in your skin by telling you that you're beautiful and that you're amazing, that self-worth still has to come from within. I remember a time that I felt like if my husband just told me I was beautiful very often, then I would feel better about myself. Well, guess what? He did start telling me that. And then I would just brush off his compliments and I never allowed myself to believe them. Now, it doesn't matter if he ever tells me I'm beautiful. I mean, it's nice when he does, and I do try to allow myself to accept that compliment, but it still doesn't affect how I feel about myself one way or another. The truth is, I've come to realize that outward beauty is just so overrated, (laughs) and it's really the least interesting thing about me or about anyone, and I'm just, I'm much more interested in how I'm developing as a person and my inner beauty. We cannot look to society to help us find our worth. We've got to just decide within ourselves that we are worthy no matter what we look like. All right, the third way is to take care of yourself. Now you might say, wait, I thought we were talking about ways to feel mentally and emotionally more comfortable. Why am I back to behaviors? But when we're doing our best to treat our bodies well through movement, through sleep, what we eat, how we deal with stress, etc., We just have an inner peace knowing that we're treating our body well. And then it really doesn't make much difference what it looks like on the outside. I know during times in my life when I wasn't taking as good care of my body as I would have liked, I kind of felt ashamed and disappointed in myself, and I definitely struggled with feeling comfortable in my own skin. Now, as I've mentioned, I don't look a whole lot different, but I sure feel a lot different because of how I'm treating my body. I have a lot more energy. I just have better moods. It's just a lot easier to feel comfortable in my skin when I feel good. But part of this piece is also allowing a lot of flexibility and compassion when we don't treat ourselves, quote, perfectly, because, of course, that's impossible. I just think as long as we're trying, we can still feel that peace, even if we're not perfect at it. The fourth way to feel more comfortable in our own skin is to find beauty and gratitude in what you already have in regard to your body, your health, your personality, your spirit, and for all you can contribute to the world. We could all dole out a laundry list of things we wish were different about our body, our personality, our abilities, etc. But being comfortable in our own skin includes focusing on those things about ourselves that we love or that are great or that we're grateful for. When we remember how amazing our bodies are, how all of the various systems work together beautifully to keep us alive, even if we have health problems, it's our body is still such a miracle. When we just take a moment each day to just feel or express gratitude for all our body does for us and allows us to do in our life, it is so much easier to have kind and loving thoughts towards it and to feel comfortable in it. And then the fifth way to feel more comfortable in your own skin is to remember who you are. You are a child of God. You are priceless in his eyes, and there is nothing you could do that will add or take away from that worth. You are worthy of love and acceptance and respect, both from yourself and from others, no matter what you look like. Christina Hibbert, a clinical psychologist, said something I really like. She said, It all comes down to self-worth, feeling that you are truly of value, no matter how you look or act or think or what what others think of you. 
Not feeling comfortable in one's own skin means not accepting who you truly are. Seeing your strengths and weaknesses and learning to embrace them and work on personal growth as needed. Too many of us think, if I just looked better, were skinnier, were more successful, then I'd feel comfortable in my own skin. But it's not about that at all. None of those things will help until you learn self-worth. So let me just quickly recap those five points I just went over. Number one, have a flexible body image. Know that your body's going to change and that's okay. Number two, stop looking to others or to society for validation of your worth and beauty. Number three, take care of yourself. Number four, find beauty and gratitude in what you already have. And number five, remember who you are. So feeling comfortable in our skin really comes down to a combination of our thoughts and behaviors. But I'd say the biggest battle here lies within our heads. Let's challenge the messages we get all around that say we have to look a certain way before we can feel comfortable in our body. Let's do our best to treat our bodies with love and respect, both physically and mentally. I know, I know, I know that it's often easier said than done, but it's certainly a goal worth striving for. And I've said it before, I'll say it again, it's, you're not going to change thought patterns overnight if you've spent years feeling uncomfortable in your body. It's not going to be a quick fix, but little by little, step by step, you really can reprogram your brain to think more helpful and useful thoughts in regards to your body that will allow you to feel more comfortable in it, no matter what you look like. It's not always easy. I promise it's worth it. It's just so wonderful to have that peace around your body. All right. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that you can carry this message with you throughout the day, throughout the week. Try and catch yourself if you're being unkind to your body and do your best to turn it around. Thanks so much for joining me and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. If you'd like help implementing what we've talked about today more fully into your life, come check out my self-paced program at helpthroughhabits.com. You'll use the science and tools of habit formation to help transform your health and your mindset. In just a few short weeks, you'll be able to add any number of healthy behavior and thought habits into your life so that you can enjoy finding true help for yourself. I hope to work with you soon.